Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Everything's Interesting with Jesse Mogul. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and today we are going to talk patience. Actually, are we going to talk patience or am I going to talk about how it seems like whenever you leave Los Angeles and then you come back to Los Angeles, it's just an overwhelming sense of a lack of patience for this city. Um, I'm sitting here at my computer. I'm trying to do a lot of work like I normally do, and my mouse stops working. It's, it starts to, to lag slowly is the right word for what it's doing. And it got me thinking, okay, this isn't the first time this has happened to me in the last day or two. And on top of that, I'm having issues with my internet and it's buffering while I'm trying to watch the Tour de France. And don't screw with my Tour de France. I'm serious. Do not screw with my Tour de France coverage. I'm trying to watch some Tour de France. I want to watch some Tour de France. I do not want buffering. So before I go too much into actual patience, I want to, I want to tell you guys how to deal with your technology issues. Okay, now some of these are going to be a little outside the box, but I want you to work with me here. I want you to think outside the box. So, when the mouse doesn't work, yes, you could do something like I did, scrub the top of the mouse pad with a brush and hope that that's the issue. You can blow air into the little sensor thingy, uh, the little cold air cannon thing that we're supposed to, you know what I'm talking about. If I have to explain to you what the air can thing is that you get at Staples, then you're already behind the A ball. I can't help you. So when those didn't work with the mouse, step one, slam the mouse repeatedly onto the desk. Now I know you're thinking, Jesse, how can a delicate little mouse handle the abuse of getting slammed up and down onto the desk? I want you to think back if you're old enough to when you had one of those big old TVs when you were a kid. And all of a sudden, the reception went out, or it started getting a little fuzzy. And one of your parents, more than likely you actually, even as a kid, were told to stand up and whack the side of the TV. Now, when you whacked the side of the television, did it not immediately start working again correctly? Of course it did. Why would you not take that same kind of motivation towards your electronics today? So, you take the mouse and you just wham it down on the desk three or four times. Now, if that doesn't fix it, which it did not fix for mine. I don't quite understand. Sure, I could have just turned it off. I could have reset it. I could have given it new batteries. I did all of those things, and they didn't work. So slamming it on the desk seemed like the most rational thing to do. Now, I did this three or four times, and it still didn't work. So I thought, I clearly didn't do it enough. So I did it another five or six times. Now, you might be thinking, seriously, dude, this is insane. Why would you do that? And I'm telling you, I learned it from watching my dad. So... It didn't work. So the, your next option, I have yet to try this, but I'm telling you, I think it could work. Spike the mouse off the ground. Now, stop, stop, don't hit, don't turn me off. I know you're thinking, man, this guy's crazy. But I'm telling you, if slamming it on the ground a couple times, or slamming it on the desk a couple times doesn't work, of course spiking it off the ground will. At the very least, you get the frustration of the mouse not working correctly, off your plate and okay here's the deal let's think about this rationally why is my mouse lagging I do not understand why the mouse lags okay therefore if the mouse is in one piece and it's sitting next to me and yet it's not working properly that's going to infuriate me but this is the big one but if the mouse is in multiple pieces sitting next to me then I understand why it's not working 
because it's in a lot of pieces. Now, I don't just mean the back where the batteries flies off or the batteries fly out. No, I mean spike this SOB off the ground so hard that it ends up in 30 pieces. Then lagging is not the issue anymore. Then the issue is that your mouse is in 30 pieces. But hey, I'm a lot happier with my mouse in 30 pieces and not working than my mouse looking perfectly fine sitting next to me and not working. That I cannot handle. That makes me upset. Mouse in many pieces? Oh, now I know why it doesn't work. I spiked the son of a bitch off the ground. Okay, that's how you fix a mouse that's not working. Yes, you better have a backup mouse, and you're probably going to have to go on Amazon.com and order another mouse. That was probably going to be what you were going to do anyways, but at least having the mouse in multiple pieces makes you feel a little bit better about the situation. Now let's think about the buffering issue. Now, when something buffers slowly, it gets that little circle thing in the middle of the screen, and of course that upsets you. Of course it does, because we are a give, give, give me, give me, give me, give me, now, now, now culture. I don't want to wait three seconds for the video to catch up. That upsets me greatly. So I was laying in bed last night watching some Black Orphan, and this started happening, and now it's happening with my Tour de France. Now, I'm thinking there's a couple different options here. One, patience, where you just allow the video to catch up with the signal. Maybe you even pause it a little bit and allow the buffering to do what it's supposed to do. This is very rational, and rational is great sometimes, but this is not why we're talking today. Today, I do not want rational. Today, I want the most irrational behavior ever. So, number one irrational behavior, whenever it starts to buffer, take remote control and throw it at the television as hard as possible. Now, don't turn me off and think this guy's out of his mind. All right, we've already gone through this with the mouse, and clearly that made sense when I got to the end of that conversation, so why would this not make sense? So, where are we at? We're at throwing the remote as hard as possible at the television. Now, in a perfect world, the remote's what breaks. If the TV breaks, then you know what? Darwin theory, survival of the fittest. Clearly, you have a wuss television that can't handle a remote being thrown at it. And do you really want that kind of television in your life? Oh, 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 an earthquake happened and the television fell off of a six-foot dresser and, and fell into multiple pieces. Well, you know what? Maybe you would have had a better television had you already tested its impact c consistency. Is that the right word? Impact, impact strength, leniency, tenacity. <laughs> Focus, people. Focus. Throwing a remote at a television. Test the screen. Therefore, if it ever gets knocked off, your kids do something stupid, you'll know that the screen can handle it. If the screen can't handle it, then you got a wuss TV and you should not have wuss electronics, okay? If a mouse breaks when you spike it off the ground, wuss electronic. If the laptop stops working because you throw it up against the wall, wuss laptop. You do not want electronics in your life that cannot handle a little bit of a beating. Hitting people, not so good. Hitting electronics, perfectly okay. So you've thrown the remote at the television. The television doesn't break, the remote doesn't break. The buffering continues. This is when you need to spike your modem off the ground. Now, again, I'm going to the spike theory because I really, really, really feel strongly about spiking things off the ground. Maybe it comes from watching a lot of football my entire life. I'm not sure. But come on, what kind of satisfaction would you get by spiking your modem off the ground? If, it's a, if the buffering doesn't work because of that, more than likely your modem won't work either. But if the modem is resilient, great. If the buffering continues, now you throw the modem out the window. Now you're thinking, Jesse, you've already spiked it off the ground. Haven't you tested the modem strength enough? Of course you have, but that's not the point. You're pissed off. 
you're acting like a little baby because electronics aren't working the way that you want, so you might as well just go for the gusto and chuck the modem out the window. I'm blessed because I live off of a second story. I live on the second story. My window faces the street. If I throw this modem hard enough, it can land in Coanga, probably get run over by a car. If it survives that, and I bring it back in and plug it in, and I still get a Wi-Fi signal, regardless if I get buffering or not, that's a winner modem to me. I will keep that modem in my life. So there you go. Spike mouse off ground, spike remote off ground, throw remote at television, which is still my favorite idea. Uh, definitely spike the modem. Come on. Come on. If you've got a baseball bat and you want to throw it up in the air and just do a little batting practice, that's cool too. That's cool. Hey, hey, think outside the box here, guys. Think outside the box. What other electronics piss us off that we can try to break today? Um, remotes always. Don't ever think that you should. Oh, vacuum. So I got this vacuum. Once in a while, it does not suck up the dirt as well as it should. Maybe the bag's full, and maybe I should check the bag. Maybe there's a kink in the hose, and I just don't notice it because I'm so busy vacuuming that I haven't turned around. Maybe the little thing on the, on the hose is opened up, so the air is coming out through the spout, and it's not getting a good suction. All of these are rational things to look at, but screw rational. Vacuum isn't sucking up properly. You push it down the stairs. Yes, that's what you do, people. Focus focus. You push the vacuum down the stairs because you know what? That little wuss vacuum can't suck up dirt appropriately and come on, how hard is it to suck up dirt? Then throw the damn thing down the stairs. Promise you this, the vacuum will realize it's done wrong. It'll feel very sorry for what it's done and it will always make sure that it sucks up dirt appropriately with the right amount of strength in the future. If it doesn't, that's fine. Now you just smash it on the ground. Again, it's like spiking a remote, but it's bigger, so it's going to take a little bit of effort. I'd say batting practice the thing up against the wall, but did the wall do anything to you? So should you really be taking out your frustrations on the wall? Okay, there we go. See, now you're thinking rationally. Don't hurt the wall. Hurt the vacuum. Baseball bat to the vacuum, completely justifiable. Absolutely. If your neighbor saw you doing that, they'd probably look at you and go, you know what? Vacuum should have been sucking up stronger. It wasn't. It deserves to pay the price. There we go. What else do we have? Let's look around the room and see what else pisses me off. Um, yeah, speaker's not working very well. There's a lot of different things to do there. See, I, I like my speakers. If the speakers aren't working well, that's probably my fault. I should probably turn up the subwoofer or check the settings on iTunes. So we're not going to be mad at the speakers. Uh, what other what other electronics? Oh, your phone. Now, I'm definitely a proponent for just throwing phones in, in lakes because, let's face it, they're crazy cheap. I mean, you can practically get one of those things at 7-Eleven now. So who cares if you damage it a little bit? And everybody thinks it's way cool to have a cracked screen. So drop it frequently. Frequently drop it. In fact, don't even put a case on it. And Maybe even stand off like a four-foot balcony and then like take pictures and text without a case. And then when it drops and breaks, again, Wolf's phone deserved to die. Um, if an app is buffering, again, totally the phone's fault. Spike it off the ground. If your photos come out looking like crap, totally the phone's fault. Spike it off the ground. If a call doesn't work anymore, this is where I would do the mouse tracking lagging thing. And I would just jam the phone into the desk multiple times. You know, that's something that's upset me. Since we've gotten all of these new phones, remember back in the day, someone would make you mad and you could slam the phone down and you felt like, ha, I got you. Even if the person had already hung up on you, or they really can't tell how hard you spiked the phone, you slammed the phone back down on the receiver, but you know, and it's that kind of satisfaction inside your soul that gives you clarity and closure whenever you've slammed the phone down. We can't do that now. 
Because these stupid little phones are made by stupid little plastics and stupid little China. So, spike phone off ground. If phone doesn't work, then go get new phone and everything will be fine. And if you haven't backed it up, who cares? Who cares? You've lost thousands of pictures, perfectly great memories, maybe even music that you no longer have access to. Come on. Come on. We live in a disposable society. Step up to the plate. Be a disposable person. If something upsets you, throw it up against something else and move on with your life. So there you go. Those are my steps to make sure that you live a peaceful, happy coexistence with all of your technology. I do call this the patience the patience episode. So let's dive in before we close this out on some of the reasons why I don't like leaving Los Angeles. There is a pace to this city that is difficult to get back into the swing of things with. You leave and you go to a city there. If I was in Chicago, for goodness sakes, during this trip, and the traffic wasn't as bad as Los Angeles is. I was in Dallas and the traffic wasn't bad as Los Angeles. And I was in Indianapolis, and let's face it, their rush hour is like our four in the morning. I mean, come on. They can't even hang with our traffic. So you go to these places, and you realize what smooth-running roadway systems look like whenever there's not 13 million people in the, within the city limits or within the county always in your way. To top it all off, you start going down these city streets, and like today – Multiple times in intersections, there's crazy homeless people screaming at, at, like, air. I have no clue who these people are yelling at. Maybe they're yelling at me, which only, which is fine. Yell at me, but I'm, I just got a new car, and I'm really worried that they're going to do something to it. <laughs> I'd rather them yell at me, ask me to get out of the car, and then maybe they try to throw some punches. They just don't touch my car. <laughs> I'll heal. That car damage will cost me hundreds of dollars. Uh, people honking on their horns. I, you look around, you're like, why are you honking? There's six things that piss me off going in, on in front of me right now. I don't even know what you're honking at. <laughs> are you honking at me? Are you honking at the person in front of you, beside you? Are you honking at the homeless person that's standing in the middle of the street yelling at the air? Are you honking at the homeless person that's standing in the street yelling at the clouds? There's so many things you could be honking at. We don't know why you're honking. So, ergo, stop freaking honking <laughs> we have no clue what the situation is that's caused you to be so upset that you're honking and there's a really good chance that if you were a car forward or backward or wherever you needed to be that you would be doing the same thing those people are and if you're honking at somebody for doing something stupid there's even a better chance that you are going to do the exact same stupid thing in a matter of minutes or with not with nothing with Nothing less, you're going to be doing it within the next 24 hours. Um, so how about you just mellow out, put on a really cool podcast. Maybe everything's interesting with Jesse Mogul. Maybe some Lewis Howes, a school of greatness. I love that dude. Um, just turn on some good music, you know. Um, just chill out because honking your horn, we don't even know why you're mad. You know what? You should take your steering wheel off and throw it at the car that's made you upset. <laughs> Oh my god, we figured it out. Throw your steering wheel at the car that's made you upset. This is a completely rational idea, and I really think everyone should get on board with it. 
Um, what else makes me upset to come back into the city of L.A.? It's just there's just such a, a, a an arrogance with people here that whatever they're doing is the most important thing going on in the streets or on the sidewalk or, or just anywhere in public. It's whatever I want to do is more important than whatever you want to do, and so I'm gonna you know do a 18 point turn in front of you when I could have just waited and it would have been a lot easier, or I'm gonna take up the whole road even though there's cars on both sides and I've got to stop now and let your big old or tiny old car get through so you can have all the lane because you don't know the dimensions of your car I mean, all of these all of these things are issues and i'm sure they exist in other cities well, that's not lost on me i don't think that this city's special at the same time i just feel like there's so many people with a with a lack of patience that they really they should listen to this podcast when something upsets you throw it at something else when another person upsets you Throw something at them. When a homeless person is yelling at the clouds, you should get out and yell at the clouds with them because clearly they see the world around them as something that pisses them off, and you should get on board with that. <laughs> there are a lot of reasons to yell at clouds. Like, seriously, why are there clouds and there's no rain? I mean, come on, guys. In Florida, clouds, that means there's going to be rain. Indiana, clouds, there's going to be rain. Oklahoma, clouds, there's going to be rain. Florida, or I'm sorry, South, Southern California, clouds, screw you, you get no rain. So there you go. Patience is interesting with Jesse Mogul. I really hope you've enjoyed this. Um, I'm going to go back to slamming my remote up against the desk. And I'm pretty sure this mouse is broken. It may have already been broken, but now I'm going to make sure it's broken. I'm back to using my old Apple mouse that came with the computer, um, which I've never been a fan of because it doesn't track on my mouse pad correctly. Uh, but that's it. That's it. That's This is the episode. Uh, welcome back. I finally on iTunes. I'm so excited about that. Not all of these are going to be 17 minutes. Maybe they'll be longer. Maybe I will literally just sit here and talk about what pisses me off. <laughs> What's funny is that nothing ever really makes me that upset. When people get upset, in the city, I got a, like I said, I got a, I've got a new car, and so I just, the windows are up, the, the air conditioner's on low, I'm really, I'm cool, I'm calm, I'm collected, I'm listening to some cool music, or some NPR, or an awesome podcast, um, yeah, so just uh, chill out, in reality, if something's not working correctly, it's, and it's technology, just stand up and walk away from the situation that should always be your answer for things that aggravate you take five or ten deep breaths counting to ten sure but it's the breaths that help bring an extra amount of oxygen into your body and just chill out because getting angry at things it's ridiculous and i find myself doing it i am not a magician who just magically doesn't get upset about things i too also get upset about things I just spend an inordinate amount of time trying not and being aware of what I'm aware of, which is that I can I can sometimes have a bit of a short fuse. I don't have road rage anymore because I caused an accident about 15 years ago or something like that, and it really hurt the person, and it upset me that I acted that way, and so I don't give I don't allow road rage anymore. In fact. If you feel like you're going to have road rage, I highly recommend laughing uncontrollably like a crazy person. It's probably going to be a fake laugh, and that makes it even better. Just be like, (laughs) 
Just do it. Just do that. If it, five seconds doesn't work, do it for 10. Do it for 20. Do it for do it for an hour if that's what it takes. Just don't lay on your horn. Don't go chasing the other car. Don't go screaming out your window, flipping people off. That doesn't solve anything. Just take some deep breaths and realize, you know, if as long as you don't do anything really stupid in that moment, then that moment gets to go away. It gets to be a distant memory. In fact, it's not even a memory. Your brain will not even allow you to remember something so mundane and inconsequential to your normal life. But you start laying on the horn and making the person mad or chasing after them or getting out in the same parking lot and confronting them. Now what you've done is you've, 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 you've escalated the, the entire situation to the point where that might actually become more... Important and important is not the right word. Not drastic. It just it just becomes more in your life. And do you really need that? Like, oh, what'd you do today? Oh, well, I got in a fight in the guy with the parking lot because he cut me off. Well, yeah, that seems rational. So you missed your appointment. You didn't go home and make dinner. You didn't get to make the gym. All these cool things that you didn't get to do because you decided to chase some dude down into a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's healthy. So, <laughs> so that's it, guys. Patience is interesting with Jesse Vogel. I hope you've enjoyed my tutorial on how to fix electronics. Make sure, in closing, you understand. Spiking electronics off the ground, good. Being patient with electronics, bad. All right, that's it. Patience is interesting with Jesse Mogul. Make sure you hunt me down on all forms of social media at Jesse Mogul. Facebook, find me at, at Media Mogul. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes. I am everywhere. And I don't tweet because tweeting's stupid. But I'm there, and you should follow me because if I do tweet, that means it's so crazy important that your life will be inexplicably changed forever because of what I've tweeted. In fact, I might go tweet something today, and if you're not following me on Twitter, boom, you just lost out on a chance to change your life forever. That's the kind of stuff that's happening over here. We're only making magic. Everything's interesting with Jesse Mogul. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.